Episode of the Brother Hut. That brother's name is Brother Brandon Berg. How you doing, bro? Welcome to the Brother Hut, ladies and gentlemen, saints and sinners. That brother's name is Vincent Mary Carrasco. And we got good evening, good evening, and it's been it's been a it's a special time, you know, special time. Uh, we're trying to. This is our first long distance uh, episode. So, Brother Brandon, why don't you tell us where you're at, man? Father Brandon. This is. We are we are long distance and we are live. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Brotherhood. Thanks for staying with us. Where am I? Yeah, where are you at? I'm in seventh heaven, man. My my feet don't even touch the ground. My feet don't touch the ground. I'm just floating around the universe. <laughs> nice. Sounds scary, bro. <laughs> no. Uh I'm the Mile High City, baby. Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. That's cool. St. Anthony of Padua Priory. Heck yeah. Yeah, Annunciation Catholic Parish. I'm in the eight oh two one nine. I'm in the three oh three. That's cool, man. Well, I'm I'm down here. I'm in the seven eight two one six, baby. <laughs> you know, I'm, I think we're at sea level down here. I don't know. Yeah, just about. I think it's like eight hundred feet. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, Vinny. Vinny's in San Antonio. Brandon's in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for tuning in wherever you're at today. We're glad you're with us. Yeah, and uh, there's been a lot of a lot of changes going on uh, for Brandon and and I. Uh, so we're just kind of experiencing the fruits of uh, the 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 past couple weeks. Uh, Brother Brandon is now Father Brandon and and doing his uh, his priestly faculties and all that uh, amazing uh, ministry for the people of God. And then um, as a professed brother. Down in San Antonio, just a lot of cool things happening, um, starting school and all these uh, cool things happening within the diocese down here um, that, you know, I'm super stoked about. And uh, both of us, man, are super stoked about um, just just moving forward in a Capuchin life and happy to to be moving, moving on, bro, you know. Definitely. Yeah, big things have happened and are happening. Uh, yeah, congratulations on your final vows. That was a glorious event. It was a glorious Glad to event. have you as a friar for the rest of your life in the Caption Franciscan family. It is fantastic. And yes, congratulations to me. Congratulations <laughs> to Brandon that, Bird, but, uh, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was... Uh, but so last episode was our profession, but we didn't really go into your ordination, bro. Like, let's... No, I want to I, I hear about all yet, that, bro. bro. Yeah, let's do it, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, while I have you here, man, like, um, there was just so much, I was just overwhelmed by, like, how beautiful the ordination was, like, just how well it worked out. Like, shout out to the Archdiocese of Denver and the Mr. Hung Pham, who works for the Archdiocese in their liturgy department. Mm -hmm. He let us borrow uh, 18 uh, chasubles and two dalmatics. And like 20 other uh, stoles so that we could have all matching uh, priestly garments for the ordination. Aww. So just looking around and seeing everybody wearing all that matching garments. I know, man. And uh, uh, Brother Jude, shout out to Brother Jude. He found everything else we needed. He found this like perfectly matching uh, gold 
I mean, I don't know if it was gold, but it was a golden colored crozier. So the crozier looked amazing. <laughs> and yeah, the bishop had his miter and his cross. Wow. And we were in Victoria, Kansas. Like, shout out to Victoria, Kansas. Like, I don't know if anybody's listening out there, but you mean the world to me. Like, your church is uh, breathtakingly beautiful. Like, to die for like i would literally die for that church like it's so gorgeous oh yeah and we were so happy to be there and just to be able to relax and just be among the people there um so your church was beautiful it was open for us thank you victoria for letting us take those masses on the weekend that's amazing man. you cooked food for us after the ordination we had a wonderful reception and then um yeah, to top it off, like yeah. during the ordination, uh, just how good like the music sound, like shout out to Vinny and Jesse ah, and Jude and Colin and um, who else was out there? Javi? Yeah, yeah. Kristen, some. But yeah, there was just such a, like, I can't remember exactly when it was. I think it was right after the ordin, right after the, like the anointing of the hands. And then we went and got vested. Okay. And there was some time where like, that uh, solemn descent of the Holy uh, Spirit kicked in, and it just sounded like so beautiful. It was just otherworldly, and it was just like, and I knew that the brothers had written it, and like you guys were singing it, and it was just like yeah. perfectly timed. I was like, how did they know to like start right then? It was just so good. Oh yeah, yeah. There was other times too. I love the, uh, I like that festival, Alleluia. But you really pulled out the. All the stunts for oh, the I know, ordination man, yeah. festival, Hallelujah! Yeah, was, you hit those notes, man. They yeah, I hit perfect. those notes. Just like, oh, that was so gorgeous. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Oh uh, no, it, well, it was funny because we we're like practicing, you know, and they're like, you know, you know, I, I, I didn't know that it, it did that until <laughs> we started practicing, mm -hmm. and then, um, they're like, can, can you go there? Can you hit that? And I was like, it depends, man. I was like, let's just try it. <laughs> we're just in the practice, like, all right, let's try it. And, uh, you know, I was surprised. Yeah. yeah. But no, it was beautiful, man. And it, it was just, it was an honor to, to do the music and be a part of that yeah. liturgy uh, for you. And, you know, but that, that solemn of the Holy uh, Spirit, dang, bro, it was the, it's called the descent of the Holy Spirit. And actually, uh, you mentioned, yeah. uh, yeah, brother Jesse, um, composed that on yeah. his own. Uh, he went through the music and him and Colin Mary both, uh, practice together and uh -huh. did man it sounded beautiful and it was like scripture it was like mm -hmm. the history of salvation with the anointing of aaron to the high priesthood but like it was in latin and it sounded like like um, i don't know if it was a minor key or minor tone but it had a sort of like yeah just just like otherworldly tone to it it was just so cool uh oh and your psalms like you killed the psalms that weekend bro like if y'all don't know Brother Vinny, but you do because you tuned in to the Brother Hut, but um, he writes, uh, you've got such a, uh, like a signature style. Like if I, if <laughs> someone else like performed your psalm, like I would know it was written by you because yeah. it just, it has your style and it was just really beautiful. Like, especially, I mean, the, the Sunday one was good too, but there was something about the ordination one. Yeah, bro. Oh, bro. Yeah. It was like breathtakingly gorgeous i like a couple of times i looked around and i was like is this really us like is, is this, this caption province of mid america yeah, 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 is yeah, this yeah. saint conrad friars like <laughs> is this we are do we like, hire singers yeah, or what the heck? killing it we're like living it bro like 
yeah, it was just great. And shout out to David Sanji, Father David Sanji. I don't know if he's going to listen to the Brother Hut, but I need to write you a thank you letter because you were outstanding. Thanks for making your way out there, Father David. And I just can't imagine like anyone else like emceeing. Like, <clears throat> I mean, I can follow a script, but like the script doesn't say like when the bishop is supposed to take his miter off and hold the crozier. It's like, how does he know that stuff? <laughs> like, yeah, no. I was just, uh, he made, he made it flow so well. And like, for me, like to, to know that like it was handled, yeah, like that there was just, I didn't have to worry at all about that because I knew that he was going to handle it and handle it, uh, perfectly well. Like it just made me like so much more able to just pray and enter in and just be in the moment like not having yeah. to worry about what to do next or sure. not having to yeah just give anybody any cues like yeah it was just it was made it so much more uh freeing and relaxing just to just to enter in and be there in the moment so yeah that's amazing bro uh no man but i, I wanted to go into a little bit because yeah. i remember we, you know we're up at the top and uh Oh yeah, like just how overwhelming, bro. For me, you know, how really? overwhelming yeah, that whole liturgy was. Uh, like, man, like just to have everybody there too, like your mom, um, you know, Donald's yeah. parents, and you know, but I, I I'm because we you asked me for about my uh, profession. What was the most important? What what was the most like? You know, where did you? What was the most powerful parts? You know, but being up at the top. I man, it was just overwhelming to see, um, you know, just to see you guys both there and you know receiving ordination and it was the the part with the oil during that that solemn solemn descent of the Holy Spirit when the bishop uh -huh. is anointing your hands, you know, and uh, yeah, bro, it was just powerful. I cool. choked up at the top of the choir, you know, but yeah, <laughs> it was it was just, it was amazing, but I I want to hear. Uh, your perspective on on like just the yeah. Holy Spirit vibes that you got, man. Did the descent yeah. of the Holy Spirit actually happen on you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it just makes me think too That's about cool. like uh, if people, if our listeners don't know, um, if you drive through Kansas on I seventy, when you get close to Hayes, uh, there's a little town called Victoria. It's just two miles off I seventy. Yeah. And uh it's these uh these group of immigrants that were called the Volga Germans. So they got kicked out of Germany and they went to the Volga River in Russia and they got kicked out of Russia. So they came uh actually all over to different parts of the world, but a whole bunch of them came to central Kansas. And they had a strong immigrant faith and they built this church that I mean it's been called the Cathedral of the Plains for like a hundred years and it's never been a cathedral. <laughs> But uh, it's now finally a basilica, the basilica, the basilica of St. Fidelis. And it's really worth a trip. Like if, oh yeah, I mean, if you're in Kansas at all, like can you have some time? Like it's open, uh, you know, all every day of the week from like 630 in the morning to 10 o'clock at night. And it's just huge. It's got uh, this giant main altar. It's got four side altars. It's got stained glass windows that, you know, make your heart palpitate and your jaw drop that are gorgeous and yeah. it's just got these huge marble pillars and it's just uh incredible it's breathtaking yeah so first of all so so Vinny 
and the musician, Brother Vinny, and the other brothers in the mu- in the choir got to be like up in the choir loft, uh, playing the organ and guitar and stuff, seeing the whole thing from. You're actually like pretty far away <laughs> from the yeah, altar. Yeah, it's far. There, it's super far. <laughs> it I know it was like, dang, bro. Like these guys are kind of like you got the tiny, yeah. bro. I can't say. <laughs> so yeah, just to you know to try and help people like picture what was going on. So like wherever you are, like anywhere you are on the altar, if you're looking out, you know, even if you're looking sideways, like there's gonna be a beautiful stained glass window or there's going to be a statue or there's going to be a painting or a mural or something like just the whole thing is just covered in beauty. So like wherever you sit, wherever you look, it's just a really great place to be. Mm. But um, yeah, I think the, you know, the, the, one of those, one of the themes I want to go into for the rest of the podcast is family. And then I think the other one is like, you know, the Holy spirit. Um, So definitely, you know, from my deacon ordination, like that when that bishop lays his hands on your head like it's it's electric <laughs> like i guess that's the holy spirit like charging up you know making that uh indelible mark on the soul or just uh, giving you those extra gifts or downloading a new you know priesthood app onto your soul but uh <laughs> it is really powerful it is, <laughs> it is really powerful and uh and i i didn't you know i I, 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 you know, after the deacon ordination, I was like, oh, that was the most powerful part was the laying on of the hands on your head. Yeah. And then going into the priest ordination, I was like, oh, is it going to happen again? You know, and I was like, okay, don't think about it. Just, you know, let it happen. See what yeah. Happens. And yeah, uh, yeah it, it is uh, like the, the bishop's hands are like, there's it. I mean, they're almost like hot or something. It's like you can feel like the presence of the Holy Spirit, like come into you. Like, it's incredible. Cause like, Cause then all the other priests come and lay hands yeah. on your head and it just feels like a guy's hands on your head. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's awesome and it's symbolic and it's beautiful, but like, does the cabbage and bros. It's just, it is just, uh, it's really, uh, it's, it's scary, you know? I mean, not scary, but it's like, it's such a, it's such an honor. It's such a calling. It's such a gift, you know, to be given those gifts from God that, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm really mm-hmm. taken aback. So so that was amazing. Um and then yeah, I mean we already talked about just how beautiful like the whole ceremony was. Um but then the other part was like uh family, just uh you know, having such uh so many people from the Capuchin family there. Yeah. And then having so many people from just the, the Catholic family, all the good people from Victoria and people that came. But then the other thing is then just like my blood family. And uh, I guess I I didn't know how many people were going to show up, but there was like uh, a good number. I you had, had a big uh, crowd, several bro. cousins, yeah. and yeah, aunts and uncles, and then I forgot like how many of my cousins have little kids. Like there was like eight <laughs> little kids yeah. running around. I was like, oh man, this is cool. Like everybody showed up for this. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, even my uh, even my dad's uh, twin brother. Uh, so my dad is a twin and my dad is the oldest. What? I didn't know that. Uh, of the twins. Yeah. He's, uh, my dad came out five minutes before his twin brother. What are you doing? And, uh, uh. <laughs> so he's the, so he's the older one. So, uh, 
Uh, and anyways, <laughs> yeah. he lives like so. I was born just like an hour and twenty minutes from Victoria. Okay. Even though I'd really never been there as a kid. Yeah. So it's this little Swedish town called Lindsborg, and uh, so my uncle still lives there, and my dad is buried there now. Oh. And uh, my uncle was really like against. Uh, well, he doesn't really, I mean, I think he goes to church sometimes with some of his relatives, but he doesn't like practice a religion on his own. And he used to try and like talk me out of like the priesthood and wanted me to become a doctor. Um, so to have him there and to have him be joyful and to like, uh, to get in the picture, like with my family, like with my mom's side of the family, uh, just, yeah, it really meant a lot. That's awesome. So that was awesome. And, uh. I think I finally, and then the other other part of that was this uh, kind of a family friend of my mom and I, uh, Kathy Arnold White, is a professional photographer, amongst other things that she does, raising six kids. I think she has another job, too. But uh, she came and photographed uh, the whole thing on Saturday for us. So to be able to see those pictures and to, yeah, relive those memories. So shout out to Kathy White. Sweet, man. God bless you for your generosity and your skill. And she brought her three oldest kids out there. And they were troopers for the whole weekend. Like, they came to Adoration on Friday. I saw that, yeah. All day Saturday. And uh, they didn't have to come back on Sunday. <laughs> but um, that was really awesome. So, <clears throat> so the other part of, like, family, uh, just you know, being grateful, you know, for my family that was there and like, you know, realizing how faith is built and passed on in the family. So, uh, my great, great uncle. So my grandmother's father's brother. Okay. I gotta, I gotta write that down. Priest. I gotta map that out. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I like I talked about it with my mom for like thirty minutes. I was like, wait, how is it? Yeah, who is it? Who Where? is it? Okay, so, mom. They see my mom. Yeah, yeah brother's I, cousin. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because the only one I know was my grandmother, so she's like my point of reference. Her name was Harriet Buckholtz. So Harriet Buckholtz, her father had a brother, and they're from the St. Louis area. They're actually the Irish side of the family, the Donnelly. So one of his brothers. Uh, became a priest. Yeah, yeah. George Joseph Donnelly. Man, you got all and these names down. They grew up in St. Louis, lived in <laughs> yeah, in the Saint in St. Louis. So he was ordained to the priesthood in 1921. Oh wow! And his parents, <clears throat> so my grandmother's grandparents, gave him a chalice for his ordination on June's June 12th of 1921. So, and then in 1940, he was made an auxiliary bishop of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh In 1946, he was made bishop of Leavenworth, Kansas. In 1947, the see, or like where the diocese resides, moved from Leavenworth to Kansas City, Kansas. Okay. So, in 1947, he became bishop of Kansas City, Kansas. And then 1950, he died. Okay. He was only 61 years old. Mm. And usually, you know, unless bishops die, they usually, you know, they stay on the job until they're 71. And this is, and this is your relative. So he could have had like, yeah. Wow. So my great, great uncle, wow. my grandmother's father's brother. 
Yeah. So he uh, was kind of like a legend. So to my mom, she has a, um, a brother, two brothers and a sister, and they had always heard about him. They never met him because he died. Well, they might have met him, but they were all little kids or something because they were born in the late 40s and he died in 1950. Uh-huh. But they always talked about him as like Uncle George, Uncle Father Uncle George or Bishop Uncle George. So um, when my mom and I were when we were getting closer to ordination, you know, it's a it's a tradition for the parents of the priest to get their son a chalice. Okay. <clears throat> so my mom was wondering, like, am I going to do this? Am I allowed to do this because I'm a Capuchin? Is that, a le- you know, blah, blah, blah. What, yeah, what all the loopholes. So anyways, it's basically, you know, yeah. So it, it's definitely allowable. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not, there's no nothing that says you have to. So uh, one time, so yeah, as our as our faithful listeners know, Brother Vinny and I are both graduates of uh, colleges run by the Benedictine order. order. Benedictines. So one time I was up there in Atchison, Kansas, and the one brother, Joe, was the sacristan. And he's like, oh, have you ever been in the sacristy? I was like, no. He's like, well, you want to come in and look around? I'm like, sure. But he was putting away <laughs> some chalices into the cabinet. Yeah. And he opens up this huge, like, floor-to-ceiling like like a uh, closet it is just full of chalices. Yeah, you're like I right, I take, like, that, one. I take that one. I take that one. I take that one. <laughs> or or you get a chalice, you get a chalice, yeah. you get a chalice. <laughs> yeah. And so like that memory always stuck with me. I was like, wow, like there's a closet in Atchison with like 100 chalices in it. And then I was thinking about my mom buying me a chalice. I'm like, well they have a whole bunch of them like somewhere. Like can't we just use an old one or yeah, something? Yeah. Um so yada, 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 we're like, I don't know if I brought it up or my mom brought it up, but we were like, well, what about Bishop George's chalice? And we're like, well, let's call Kansas City, Kansas Archdiocese and see if they still have it. You know, can we buy it? Can you borrow it? Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, yada, yada, yada. Like they, they gave it to us. Like, oh, without, wow. I'm like, is there a blood test or some paperwork or yeah, something? They're like, oh, yeah, that's and, a family. Uh, you can have it. Like my mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well i guess the the kansas city kansas archdiocese offers like any uh seminarian that's going to be ordained to like to go into the archives and pick out oh. like something that's been you know left behind or something so anyway yeah. so it was already an option yeah. but um yeah they gave that to us so to like to wrap up like this whole experience of family when he when he moved uh when bishop george donnelly moved the archdiocese from Leavenworth to Kansas city, they turned an old parish church into the cathedral for Kansas city, Kansas. And it had a side chapel and it had, there were four tombs in this side chapel. So four priests or monsignors or bishops can be buried oh, wow. there. And so I think they, and, and I, I keep, I, hopefully I can talk about this later. I keep meaning to do some research on it, but it used to be a custom to like bury priests and bishops and popes like in churches like now that's hardly ever done except for like in the Vatican. So I think they changed that rule sometime in the fifties, but anyways, he died in 1950. So he, he died before the rule got changed. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's buried in the cathedral of Kansas city, Kansas. Nice. So I get this wild idea while I'm at home with my mom. I was like, you know, we spent some time with family and we saw old friends. I was like, well, what about Bishop George? Like we should go to Kansas city and like pray at his tomb. And I was like, Oh, I'm a priest now. Like maybe we can, maybe we can celebrate mass. Oh, there. Yeah. And so I called the pastor there. Yeah. I called the pastor and he had kind of, it's a long story, but he sort of, he knows my mom from, uh, 
Catholic summer camp in the Archdiocese of Kansas City, Kansas. And I think we had met in the past or something. He's a young yeah. guy. So he's like, yeah, come on down. And we had to call the uh, vicar for clergy for the Archdiocese, but it was no problem. Anyway, so I got to uh, be the main celebrant for the Friday Daily Mass at the cathedral. Oh, nice. And then because I was still pretty freshly ordained, I got to give uh, first blessings. Yeah. And they set up uh, like a little kneeler so that people could come and kneel and I could give them blessings. And they did it like right next to the tombstone, which is on the wall in the side chapel of the cathedral. And like when you look at it, like I I thought he was buried like in the wall, like because the tombstone is right there on the wall, like kind of close to the floor. And I'm like, oh, he's behind it. But then we were sitting there with my mom and she was like, well, pick up that carpet. And he's actually in the floor. Uh... So, like, when I was giving these first blessings, like, I was, like, literally standing, like, right on top of his tomb. Dang, <laughs> like, that's great. incredible, man. And so, yeah, just, like, and I got to, you know, and I took the chalice down there and obviously offered mass with that chalice. And, like, just to, like, you know, connect, like, all the way back to, like, his parents. So, his parents gave him this chalice in 1921. And here I am in 2020, like, still using it, like, mm it's in the family and it's like uh, he's there and I'm a priest and he was a priest and the family and just like, yeah, it was just so meaningful. And then like my mom and I stayed there and we prayed like for our blood family and I prayed for my Franciscan family and we prayed for the whole Christian family and just, wow. uh, yeah, just, you know, encouraging myself. And if anybody's listening, you know, take some time to be grateful for your family and uh, pray for your family. And if you're, of faith, you know, be thankful that that's been handed on uh, to you. But that's my whole reflection there. Those are like the two. Wow, um, bro. That's, that's yeah, amazing. Though. Awesome. Awesome. Things. It's like everything so, just lined up. It's cool, so amazing. <laughs> everything just lined up, bro. That's 80 years in the making. I know. Like 80 years later, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Here's a bishop. Uh, 99, bro. 99. 99 years, 90, but we got one yeah, more. 1921. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> yeah. everything nineteen twenty one to twenty twenty. Like know. everything just providentially like lines if it were up in uh, like if it weren't true, like it wouldn't yeah, I, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, it's awesome, man. Wow. So yeah, just you know, God has so much in store for us. And, Absolutely, man. Yeah. It's incredible. Dang. It's incredible. Yeah, that is very cool. Snap. Yeah, and um yeah, just that whole thing, man. Like my favorite, my favorite is just the like the divine providence of God and how everything just kind of clicks, you know, everything just kind of works and turns out, you know, in the way that uh, God knows best, you know. And that's always my favorite, you know, because it's always like, you know, some things will happen or bad things or you know things we're not very sure about in the spiritual life and in our journey of faith, and it's like every every time uh it lines up and then you don't really know yep. it until you get to the end you're like snap this that's why right. this, you know what i mean and it's just, right. Yeah, every, wow <laughs> right yeah man I, yeah once you look back with a little perspective yeah snap because it's been you know it's been my experience that like god like so if i were to try and plan like the best thing for my life just on my own like what's the best thing i could think of like God already has something better. Yeah. 
Like, there's just no way you can compete with his plan for your life. So, yeah, yeah take that time to uh, pray to God, ask him what, what God's will is for your life, and then try to live it out because it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, ask, ask God, too, about, you know, just revealing to you your plans and in your life. And it reminds me, uh, earlier this week, I did a, a, a video uh for the archdiocese they're doing uh, a new tv series called veritas uh-huh. um and um the theme of the 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 series cool. is is the, the the whole goal is to just reach out to 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 the youth reach out to uh the diocese and kind of give them uh <clears throat> something to watch and something to do something to stay like uh stay catechized you know um and d- during the okay. uh you know cuz cool. there's not masses are still kind of at a minimum um you know there's still kind of a lot of limits mm, you know mm-hmm. um but they reached out and they were like yeah we want you on this on this show it'll be episode four um you know you, you'll be our special guest whatever and the topic uh we just kind of spontaneously started going on it and uh they ended up using that that for the film for the uh-huh. for the episode but we started talking about discernment and uh just you know yeah cool. just just discernment and and like how to how to do that how to pray how to um just welcome the activity of god in your life you know um so that's kind of what it reminded me of yeah and like the three things that i came up with and and, you know just all of that reminded me of it uh was just yeah be not afraid you know and afraid uh Mm. you know take some time to, to to just sit in the silence uh, meditate, ask God for, for, uh, his activity in our lives, you know, but that was really cool though, man. And I could see, especially like during the ordination and during, uh, you know, that whole liturgy, uh, for me, it was inspiring, you know, and I, and I said this in the last episode with, with, uh, you and Donald there, but, um, yeah, just, just how inspiring too, man, that you guys are, you know, you Uh guys are very inspiring for me. And I know for a lot of the young guys, uh, just, you know, you guys were, were one of the first to stick it out and, you know, really live out those models of being not afraid (laughs) and like really turning to God in prayer and turning to God, you know, for his, his counsel, for his wisdom, you know? So yeah, I commend both of you guys for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy for, the priesthood journey that you guys cool. are on, Thanks, bro. you know, so yeah, it's just, it's just, it's cool. So it's gotta be great. Like going to, going yeah, all around, like you, you said you were at the, you, you went to the cathedral, had a wonderful mass with, you were stepping on your, your, uh, your uncle, yeah. the tomb, you know, but that's gotta be great though. Yeah. But, and <laughs> then like going to all, all the over. other churches, yeah, you right. know, and like just, <clears throat> just being, you know, being a priest, living that out, living that, that vow. And, uh, like that's gotta be amazing, bro. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah, it was epic. Um, yeah, to be like the, I was yeah, calling yeah. it a victory lap. <laughs> but uh, the coolest one was uh, back in the little town where I grew uh-huh. up called Valley Falls, Kansas, and they're uh, one of the few churches that I know of. I mean, I don't know every church, but I know a lot of churches. It's gotten more mm. beautiful over time. <laughs> like they kept the high altar and the side altars. And like when I was a kid, <clears throat> all we had for uh, the windows was like these, pl- oh, these plexiglass little cheap old windows. Um, 
colored stripes. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess about 10 years ago already, they put in brand new windows and they were one of the first churches in the world to get stained glass oh, windows wow. of the luminous mysteries of the rosary. So one side is the luminous mysteries and the other side is the glorious mysteries. And they just look really cool. Um, like some of the windows are different sizes. So the first three mysteries are kind of smaller, but then the fourth mystery is like a double full size window. And they did, <clears throat> they did some studies of the church, what it looked like in the past. And they returned it to some of this like stenciling. So like, if you're looking at the main altar, there's like a big arch. And so the arch has this like, like sort of flowery, like stencil effect. So it's just all the way around. And then they did that like yeah. for the side altars around the side altars. And they just painted it these like lovely, soft, like colors. Um, and then like uh, on the high altar and the side altars, anytime there was like a column, they painted it to kind of look like red oh. and white marble. So it just has this like, ah, it's just. I'm so happy Bro, that, that just like, sounds I grew up like, there because uh, it's yeah. so gorgeous. Like, yeah, they've just so happy with it. That's sweet, man. So it was really cool, really cool to be back there. And uh, they did like a little reception for me after mass. And uh, the funniest thing was uh, <laughs> the lady in charge of the reception goes, this looks like a funeral dinner, but it's, it's a not, celebration. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause they serve like the kind of normal, like oh, <laughs> yeah, they do meatloaf and yeah. uh, homemade corn yeah. and uh, coleslaw. Like, and, uh, chill, tomatoes huh? and stuff. This looks like a yeah. funeral dinner, but it's not. <laughs> so yeah, it was really great to be back there. And they had some nice cards for me. And this one lady gave me like a, a 150th year. Uh, they made like a magazine for their 150th year anniversary, which was already like yeah. 11 years ago. So they gave me one of those and yeah, it's just really cool. Really cool. So yeah, like hometown family, blood family, you know, deceased family, living family, Franciscan family, Catholic family. Um, yeah, it was just a really yeah. cool experience of. Yeah. Thanks family. be to God for that thanks gift of the family and being able to be connected with them and all these divine ways, it seems like, you know, and, um, you know, and I was talking to my spiritual Amen. director at Amen. the beginning of the week and, uh, he said something that, uh, just kind of sparked, you know, uh, in me and kind of helped me kind of realize how important the family is. And, uh, you know, but we were talking and he's, and uh, it was kind of crazy because, you know, again, the divine providence is like God, the timing of God always works and it always comes at the right time. But before we were talking on the phone, I had been thinking about, uh, you know, just my parents, you know, and my, uh, my family and stuff. And I didn't mention any of that. So I called them up and, um, you know, we were just, we were just talking and, um, just chatting. And uh, I was I was gonna invite him to to have dinner at the Friary, but anyway, he's um he starts talking about family, like out of nowhere, you know, and he's just like, you know, just uh huh, yeah, and he he's like, uh huh, you know, you want to stay close to your family, you know, and you know, he's just encouraging me to 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 stay in touch with the fam and um you know realize how important of a gift they are and cool. you know and. He, it was just a good reminder to stay in contact with the fam, you know, um, and to, 
most especially the the mother you know and and yeah, be man. be with her and uh contact her and you know mm. and he and he was saying like as a priest you know once his mother passed away he felt like a huge void you know in his life oh um, yeah and uh, mm. he was just yeah just gave me a lot of encouragement to 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 uh, stay in touch with the fam you know and it also reminds me of of a of a quote that cool. I read by uh Saint John Chrysostom uh the great uh, the great preacher church father um but he talks about the love of God in some of his yeah. writings and he talks about like how the love of God is is so mm-hmm. great uh for his for his children um and he said there's no nobody can love us like like God loves us you know he and he writes like no there's no mother no father no friend he's like anyone no you know nobody else can love us like god you know and for us like as children we have parents and we have families like that's very hard to imagine you know um but but uh to to kind of you know just it's just a, a a neat reminder of how great and incredible and almighty the love of god is for us you know and so but yeah, you reminded me of that, man. Talk about the family and just how incredible they are, especially as cool. uh, you know, you know, those of us who are cultivating uh, our vocations and moving forward, um, you know, even even friendships, you know, those dear dear friendships that are you know, basically considered family, um, how special they are for us, you know. So Right. Amen. Hallelujah, bro. Amen. Hallelujah. Thanks. Well, let's wrap up. I don't. I feel like I've given most of my shout outs already. For but, sure, uh, man. Yeah. Shout any, out to uh, um, brother Jesse Quintanilla, brother Colin Mary, um, on 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 working together oh, yeah. with that music. Um, just getting it all situated and getting all the practice going uh that was i i enjoyed every minute of it and you know brandon it's like one of those things that helps me enter in and helps me to kind of just be be present to the moment you know so shout out to them uh shout out to you know all of our friends and family members those listening uh our faithful listeners faithful uh faithful few but we love you yep i guess special shout out to my mom she's definitely the most uh, connected family member, and yeah, just spent a lot of time with mom over the last two weeks, all the time, yeah, <laughs> every day, all day, the last two weeks, and uh, yeah, really great to be with her, and yeah, super grateful for her handing on of the faith mm-hmm. um, to me. We love you, family, mom. So. I love you, Amen. mom. Thanks, mom. Love you, all mom. Right, checking out, guys. This is the Brother Hut. Checking out. <laughs> Thanks.